Hey friends, welcome back to the Gentle and Lowly podcast. I'm Addie, your host, and today we are going to be talking about rhythms with purpose. Now, this is something that ties along with our topic of Sabbath really well. And so if you haven't gone and listened to that episode, it's titled, Why Do I Practice Sabbath? I would highly encourage you to go listen to that just so you have some context of where is this conversation coming from? What are some of the things we've already talked about? And this is what I'm still trying to learn. (laughs) Realistically, it's hard to put healthy practices or good rhythms in place. But I really want to because I know the fruit that they bring and the health and life. They bring joy because like they draw us back to Jesus, (laughs) realistically. And it's a fight. And I think that's something that I'm always going to have to put at the forefront of my mind. Any rhythm, any, you know, routine or habit, anything like that, it's worth fighting for when it brings you back to Jesus, obviously. But we are going to have to fight for these specific rhythms or for these specific habits or spiritual disciplines because... The world is going to like always be pulling or tugging at us, you know, from every other side of, hey, you have this responsibility over here. Hey, you have to do this thing here and just fill up maybe our tank with excuses of, oh, why, you know, I can't do X, Y, or Z, or I can't do that in this season. And to be fair, like each season is going to look different. Like this season that I'm in, even this summer is going to look different than next summer, or it's going to look different than the fall and the winter. And we'll talk all about that. But all that to say, definitely go back and listen to that episode. And just the transparency is I I mentioned, I'm trying to still practice these things. I'm trying to learn from these things. And hopefully these are just helpful ideas and tips of where you can start because I'm trying to figure it out as well. And it's just to invite you into that conversation of, okay, ask the Lord oh yeah, what are the things that you've given me joy to do with you, right? Like what really, I don't know, brings that spark, you know, to your life. And there's more purpose than just that. But before we jump into our topic, I feel like I always do that. I don't want to forget happies and crappies. But really the first thing before that even, I... I, I just want to say thank you for being here. And if you're new to the podcast, seriously, thank you for being here. I'm so thankful for this podcast and for just the opportunity to like make these conversations a part of my week. And I'll even talk about that a little bit too. But I'm really encouraged. Like we're 30 some episodes in and just going to continue to get more by the end of the year. And so I'm really excited about what the rest of the year holds in the fall and getting to record with some friends and some special guests. I'm just so excited for the conversations we're going to have and the ideas and topics we're going to cover. So all that to say, though, I just want to thank you for being here for present play and just pulling up a chair <laughs> to the kitchen table, as we say often on the podcast. Okay, so happies and crappies. First, happy. I'm going to be a little bit vague, but it will make sense. So there have been a lot of fun or refreshing things this week, this past week, which in full transparency, it influenced this episode pretty heavily. 
And that's kind of the whole point of this podcast, even just the theme of it. It's okay, what are we learning? What are we listening? What is the Lord telling us? And how do we continue to carry the gentle love of Jesus wherever we go? And sometimes it might be something that the Lord's been really pressing on my heart for a whole month, or it might be a week, or it might just be the day before. <laughs> and really, this has been just this past week. And so we'll talk about them more in our topic today because it it's just interesting how the Lord really, I believe, like laid out my week. It's really interesting. So I won't give too much of away, but the crappy, and again, I'll go into this as well, but truthfully, like sometimes it's just hard when seasons are changing and we're walking in obedience, but it's just challenging. Like it's a bittersweet end. And even though, you know, it's the right thing to do to walk in obedience with the Lord, it can still be challenging to say goodbye to a season that you didn't think you would leave so soon or just you didn't expect to leave. And there are just some things that come with that, you know, just the reality of, oh, I'm not going to be a part of this community anymore in the way that I once was. And it's hard. (laughs) I'll just say it's hard. And so I had my small group over to my house with my co-leader, Alora, and we planned this summer soiree. And it really was like a way to catch up from the summer and see what everyone's doing, like what God has been teaching everyone. But truthfully, we needed to announce and share like, hey, we think the group is going to be ending unless there's, you know, another person who wants to come alongside of Allure and continue to lead the group or two new leaders. So trying to find other leaders, people to carry the torch, as you will. And for me, you know, this summer, I've been going to a new church. I just felt like that was the step of obedience that God was calling me to do and to take that step and to to kind of get out of my comfort zone to be more refined in my faith and to go deeper like I can continue to go deeper and it just everything kind of clicked from the trip in Texas that I took when I went to visit my friend Mia over Memorial Day weekend And so that trip kind of has had this like domino effect of, okay, Addie, you need to go here and see if this is where God's actually calling me to go. And truthfully, I love the vineyard and I didn't think I would be like released because we want to be committed. We want to be planted and rooted where we are and especially where God calls us to be. But it was so interesting that I was beginning to feel this release and this this freedom of Addy, I am releasing you from this community and you can go. Like I'm calling you to go, not just telling you you can go. And I was like, but Lord, I don't want to. <laughs> it's like, no, I've taken four years to build this community. But the Lord really gave me a question of Addy, are you willing to follow me even when it's uncomfortable? And do you want to continue to be comfortable in your faith? Or are you going to be uncomfortable for me and do what I'm calling you to do? When I, I always try to have an open hand posture of, okay, Lord, there's nothing really holding me or tying me to this state, to this location, regardless of where I go. But especially in the season of life, just being young and single, there are just a lot of opportunities. And it's okay, Lord, if you want me to move somewhere or to go somewhere, 
like, is my life truly yours to respond in such a way? And I had almost felt like maybe that's what it was going to be, and especially at the end of school ministry, like all of these things kind of adding up and leading to this next season, like being launched into another season. I thought it was going to be something like that, but the Lord's like, Addy, no, you're just going to move churches. And I was like, wait, what? That seems so much harder because you're still in the same like physical point or area for me, but I'm just going a little bit further to to join another body of believers. And all that to say, it has been more challenging than I expected because I deeply love those friends and deeply care for them and deeply care for Vineyard. Um, so much of who I am has been formed and shaped um, by so many people there. And I'm so grateful for that. And especially, you know, being on staff there, like you just formed a unique bond of friendship, doing ministry with one another. And so I don't take that decision lightly at all. But when God's telling me to do something, I was very much dragging my feet. And it was, again, in May, uh, Memorial Day weekend, the Lord's like very lovingly saying, Addie, your time's up. <laughs> I've I've given you so many, I don't know, I don't want to say confirmations, but like he was very gently guiding me. And I think I'll talk about that more in another episode because this episode's about rhythms and rhythms with purpose. But all that to say, it was worth inviting people into my home, that small group. I deeply love those women that I've got to gone to share life with for a season. And they're they're truly sisters, you know, in Christ. And I'm thankful that we got to have a nice evening, kind of like grilling out or brought food and everything, just a summer soiree or barbecue, if you want to call it something like that. And it was really fun. And I forgot the joy of opening my home and inviting people in. I'm like, you know what? I really want to be more intentional to do that. And I just have to be the one to invite people. So, yeah. But kind of a tangent and things but this is maybe where this topic is coming from rhythms with purpose and it's okay well how do we find some rhythms that can be a healthy way to move forward even if you're you feel like you're starting over or when you are just in the midst of a of an unknown season like the rhythms are going to be the stake in the ground where we can go to Jesus go to God and be refreshed by him like that, that's really what it is. So it's not just, oh yeah, I do this. This is my morning ritual. And you see those, I guess, like Instagram reels of people posting and it's, oh my gosh, my morning ritual consists of, I don't know, like so many things, but it's okay. I'm going to get up and, you know, get ready, brush my teeth, all those things. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get my smoothie. I'm going to work out and then I'm going to come home and shower. And then I'm going to have an hour of quiet time or whatever. But most people, I'm just thinking in general, like they don't have quiet time or anything, but they do all of this stuff before they even start the day. But they do, they do all of these different like activities to help them like get ready for the day. And it's really impressive. However, not to say that they're, they're bad because habits and routines, those are good things. But my core belief of having a creator and knowing him and being in relationship with him, like he is the most important part of my day. And if I don't start with him, if I don't 
do things that draw me towards him? How am I going to have that perspective and being sent out into the world to carry the gentle love of Jesus, to bring the kingdom of God forward? And in my opinion, you know, again, this is a podcast where we're trying to follow Jesus. And so without those, we can do so many good self-help, self-improvement things. But if we do them without Jesus at the center, like, I truthfully believe like we will fail in some way. Like we will still be missing, you know, I don't want to say the key to the puzzle, but we'll, we'll be missing the point or missing the mark. And all of those things of, you know, working out, exercising or eating right or going to bed on time. Like there are so many things where we can honor the Lord by honoring the temple that he's given us. Like I don't want to disregard that. That is absolutely true. But are focusing on our heart, on our soul, like what's going in is a reflection of what is going to come out. So that's where this topic of rhythms of purpose, truth really comes from. And I'm just trying to really define for myself, like what are healthy rhythms that I can practice weekly that will recenter me and not just fill my brain, I don't know, with useless information or knowledge. I don't know. It's not, not that creativity isn't good, but what can help me rest my brain and and refresh my soul where I'm creating this time and space for the Lord to speak into, right? So I'm just going to read a couple examples that I've, I've listed down in my notes that I was like, you know, these are all happies. So that's where I'm like, these are really all happies. Um, and I would say like the small group, summer story, that's a happy, but it's also like a bittersweet, sad, so like a crappy, that's like the sad part of the crappy. It's bittersweet. And there are a lot of feelings just kind of tied up in that, that I'm still trying to process realistically. And so the whole happies, that one included the summer soiree part, that dinner, that was super fun, but also got to have dinner with my friend Caitlin this week. We go to Chick-fil-A. And she's, she's probably one of my, one of my first few friends of the vineyard as well. And so that was just fun to get to catch up with her and just to see how God's using her as a teacher. And she's, she's just been able to really step into this next season. And it's been a lot, but I'm really thankful that we were able to make time to still catch up. And a couple fun, other fun things. They're, I'm going to say they're unique, but my lunch break currently, it's, anywhere from as little as I want it to be and I try to not make it go over an hour because an hour is like the max you know like I'm trying to make it I'm trying to use that my lunch hour well essentially that's what I'm trying to do so I have an hour for lunch or I can make it less but I know that I I need a break or if I go and drive somewhere to get lunch it's going to take an hour so it's just the reality of okay I usually take an hour but I I don't know convicted I, I feel like gently yeah convicted is is maybe the right word of the Lord's like Addie you know is there a better way you could be using your time during this hour you know rather than just always driving to point a to point b on my phone and sometimes I listen to a podcast so that's good but it's like, is there something that's on a screen and that, that keeps me physically less busy and more present, if that makes sense? So I've, 
had a couple novels, this one book or two. I have so many books, but I've been trying to read more and I love fiction. And I remember I would read so much when growing up, like in high school and kind of middle school, but mostly high school. And really I'm a slower reader, but when it came to fiction, I was like, let's get another one, another one. I would just stay up and read. And I forgot how fun and how healthy it is, like a healthy use of my imagination, where it's just a storyline. You just get sucked into it in a good way where it's like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen? And it genuinely slows me down. And I'm, I'm an old, maybe old fashioned where I'm like, I still like real paperback books or hardcover books. And so there's this really great spot where in downtown South Bend, you go and get pizza and it's, oh my gosh, it's nine bucks. They've always been kind of combos. So, so good. Highly recommend finding like a local pizza place near you. But then the library, one of the libraries down there, they have this outside area and it's just like picnic benches, kind of, sort of. And I used to do this at my job when I worked at Howard Park with the Parks Department. I used to go outside and like sit at the picnic table and read and take my lunch and stuff. And that was so good. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to get back to doing stuff like that. And so I found like a swing and was just reading and eating my pizza or I'll just go and sit at a bench in downtown South Bend and eat my pizza and read. Like it doesn't matter where, but just like sitting down and in the middle of the city, it's not that big of a city, you know, downtown South Bend, but still it's really nice. And it's so much more refreshing than being on my phone and generally just walking and going through that process and just finding unique ways to be refreshed where it doesn't feel like I'm in a rush. I'm not in a hurry during my lunch and I'm genuinely enjoying this part of my day. I'm not trying to get through it and I'm not trying to extend it super longly, you know. I'm just genuinely enjoying the time I've been given and enjoying God's creation too because it's a beautiful day outside. It's still August, so like it's still nice outside in Indiana for the most part. Maybe occasional rain and stuff, but it, it can get it can get pretty bad pretty quickly, but I'm taking advantage of the nice days here in Indiana. So that's been something that I've been trying to do during my lunch break. And also I save gas and then I get more time because I'm walking and I'm closer. So all that to say, good stuff, but maybe consider, I don't know, maybe if you like reading or even if it's comic books, I don't know, but there are those things that we don't just allow ourselves to do and spend time just having hobbies, you know? So what's a hobby that the Lord has genuinely given you an interest and like a delight in, you know, how stories are written and stuff like that. You, you never know what it can be, but ask him. Yeah. Another thing is having bonfires outside. It is getting cold enough, even though I just said it was warm, but in the evenings, it's kind of getting cold enough. We can have bonfires outside on the front porch with my dog. And occasionally we did have some summer markets. My mom has come up for a couple random times and we've done that, maybe eating dinner outside on my little front porch and also having a bonfire and that's just been really nice and we're getting outside again I think for me getting outside is a key like you see a theme in all these activities like I need to be outside don't I know why but it's just I know it's gonna get harder to go outside as we get into the fall and winter and so I'm trying to see okay how can I preserve these things but if I can't do them in the winter what can how can they shift because that's something to know the rhythms for your season, your season of life, 
and your season of the actual season season depending on where you live it might be warm all year round that's awesome but I also still love the fall and love the winter in ways I like the seasons I like that there's change and so with that the activities and the rhythms they will change as well and so when you're going from single to be married, like you all get to form different rhythms, you know, of rest where it's, okay, maybe you guys go bike riding together. I can think of some friends who do that. Or you guys always watch a movie on Fridays. I don't know, fun stuff like that. And you have a pizza night. That's so fun. So it can be so simple, but really be personal to you and what God is highlighting to you in your season of life or the season around you. And so the next thing, talked about this but golf cart rides with Kodak around the lake and again if there's a friend or a family member who can come along with you or in my case you know with me that's really fun but maybe it's like a car drive you know I don't know maybe that's something that you could do instead if you don't have a golf cart because I know not everyone does it's from my grandma passed down to me so I'm really thankful for that but again this one's definitely seasonal and it's gonna get cold and so we won't be able to do that all the time but that's why, like, when it's summer, I'm like, oh, it's golf cart season, and I can't stop talking about it. So, sorry, not sorry, but I do live, <laughs> like, around of a lake, so it's kind of like everyone has golf carts. It's just what it is in the summer, so thanks for bearing with me. And honestly, I kind of mentioned this earlier, you know, where I'm like, thank you for being here and just being a part of the podcast and being a part of this community and genuinely mean that so, so much. And one of those things is this past week, I actually got to record a conversation or episode for next week with my friend Melanie. And it's just so cool. I'm not going to spoil it because it's just so good. But I'll say it's, it is about a sanctified summer. And what does that mean? You can listen to it next week. But truthfully, like stepping out in faith and asking, you know, a new friend, be like, hey, do you want to come be a guest on the podcast? And finding the time, finding the space, and just going to Main Street. Again, love you, Main Street. Promote so many times on the podcast. Yeah, they're the best. And just going to Main Street, and that place is just such a safe haven for me personally, and just so many great conversations. I'm just so thankful for, truly, truly, truly grateful for the space that they create. And I'll probably mention that next week as we record it, because I know I said that, but I don't mean it lightly like I, I'm so serious as I can't it will not ever stop expressing my gratitude for a main street because it's hard to run a business man it is there's a lot of behind the scenes things and they do it so well and they are truly I would say like a beacon of hope for a community and just such a safe place for really Christian living and friendships and just so many good things I mean, who doesn't want to go get coffee and just on a rainy day, just go there and it's all cozy. Anyways, okay. So just again, thank you that that gets to be a part of my week, you know, and thank you for being here and being invested in these podcasts. Without you, these conversations still matter, but you help me keep going and make them more meaningful. So I can't tell you enough how thankful I am that you are choosing to spend whatever day with me <laughs> at whatever time with me and just get to have this conversation together. So thank you. Yeah. Okay. The next one is I got to have dinner with my dad. 
a lot of dinners this week, which like doesn't always happen, but like those are huge for me when I get to have dinner with my family or a friend. We're just really getting to sit down and even if it's quick for me, like I'm really grateful just I think as I'm getting older just for time, just that quality time together with people who are important to me and trying to find unique ways of like how to do that better besides just always getting dinner but that was just really fun and really special and again I I don't want to miss these I'm trying to be more intentional with these so this is where you can help hold me accountable I guess with this and we can practice these together we can start again together and we talked about journaling several episodes ago 1918 ish and I'm a huge proponent for journaling and so I know this is something that is essential for a daily rhythm and a rhythm that is very much with purpose for me and it's just a reminder to me of okay Addy I I want to fill up a journal every quarter almost and so what do I need to fill up a journal every quarter probably writing in it almost every day you know something like that and I'm just always so thankful of looking back at journals and seeing God's faithfulness. And so even if I'm tired or I think, oh, it doesn't matter. I already wrote that somewhere else or maybe I wrote it down or the Lord already knows it. I already you know, told it to him. I've still found the benefit of always of writing it down. And truthfully, because it helps me remember. And every time I pause and I take time to journal... It just re-centers me, refocuses me. The Lord meets me every time and it truthfully helps quiet my brain down if you're an overthinker like me. That is just something that I hugely encourage. Like I implore you to to practice it. <laughs> and if you have questions, go listen to those episodes about journaling and reflection. I'll link them below because I think they're pretty great. And the next thing is liturgical prayer, which we also talked about in our reflection episode. But I love Every Moment Holy. They're such great resources. And I had gotten really good where I was reading. Maybe they have different ones for different hours of the day. So morning, afternoon, evening, and night. Or I think it's three. So morning afternoon and evening or yeah whatever it is there there are three different ones and it is for liturgies by the hour and I had been doing a really good job of doing those one in the morning and then the night one and there may be some sprinkled in between of oh I'm really feeling I don't know if I'm not feeling peace you know maybe feeling anxious okay let's go find one that's about peace or lord I just need some encouragement I need some hope let's go find one about hope and encouragement And so that's something that I want to be more intentional with. And that is one that I believe I can, that can transition really well into fall and winter. But if I start it now, like that practice will just get easier and it'll just be more of a habit. And so that's one that I really want to try to start being more intentional about. So maybe it's, okay, we're going to do, you know, the morning and night one, but having at least a weekly liturgy is okay. Is there one that I can do to help prepare my heart to enter Sabbath or to help prepare my heart to start the week? You know, something like that. So those are kind of kind of a long list of my happies. 
and a few of the rhythms that I'm trying to practice with purpose and to be intentional with, but definitely going out to eat with friends, like getting coffee with friends. And I know sometimes that can be like financially stressful just depending upon, you know, your season of life, especially if you're like a college student or if you're just recently post-grad, you gotta, you know, just gotta be wise about that. So that's why I'm trying to find ways where what is, what are like some things in the community? Like what are some things that we can do? Like, for example, you could go to a park and go hammocking instead, which is really fun. And maybe bring like a whole picnic from home, stuff like that. But all that to say, I know those, those conversations with friends, like those moments are truthfully like really encouraging to me. I think that's definitely like, that's a big one on my list. But also on the flip side of that, also having more of the moments and times where I can just process different things with the Lord. So it's like that, that balance of both and, you know, always have like having the community and fellowship, but also having time and space to process. So those are kind of my final thoughts, I would say of hopefully this list encouraged you just some examples. And again, it's going to ebb and flow, but I'm trying to practice these things. And I thought, you know, with the fall coming up, you know, bonfires, that's really great. One, I remember a couple years ago, I got invited to a lot of like worship night bonfire things that just different people were doing. And it's always like an open invite. And those are so much fun. And so if you're trying to look, look or find something like to do with a big group of people, that would be a really great one to do. Where it's like, hey, you could just have like a worship night bonfire every Friday night. I don't know. You could pick a night and maybe it could be like a reoccurring thing or the first of the month, something like that. But yeah, I really hope that these rhythms encourage you. And really my prayer for this episode is as I'm just talking about these, you're like, oh, maybe I could do that. Or the Lord brings something else to your mind of, you know, I really used to love crocheting. I don't know. I'm getting all these advertisements for these little crochet guys. They're like called the Woobles and they're just so cute and they're adorable. But I don't know. I don't know how to crochet, but maybe that's something I'll try because it could be really good for the winter. You never know in the fall. So that really kind of wraps up our episode. I'm really thankful that you're willing to spend your time with me, friends, and I am praying you have a wonderful week and that you will continue to carry the gentle love of Jesus wherever you go. 